This is Sports and Torts with David Spada and Elliot Harris on TalkZone.com. Welcome back to Sports and Torts with David Spada and Elliot Harris. Once again, I am still not David Spada. I'm Elliot Harris. We have David out uh, working in Wheaton in search of Kimberly DeJesus, among other projects. Momentarily, we will have Bum Phillips, the former coach of the Houston Oilers, on the line. You remember him, don't you, David? I remember him and wearing that hat, and his, he had that running back who used to give the Bears fits. That describes a lot of running backs, but you're probably talking about Earl Campbell. That guy was a beast. <laughs> so with us today, Bum Phillips. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Looking forward to the Super Bowl? <laughs> Look forward to every Super Bowl, yeah. Do you get to go to them or just stay at home and watch? I'm stay at home and watch. I don't have to park my car or in line for the traffic to get to get out again. You don't miss all that. Uh... And, I can see, uh, and I see the same game that the people that that the game that are at the game see. You get to see. Do you think you get a better view of the game watching it on television than you do at the stadium itself? Sure, I can run my television back and see the play over again many times I want to, and they can't. Do you watch the game differently? Do you watch Do you watch the game differently now as a fan as when you were coaching? I'm sorry, I had a little trouble understanding you. No problem. Do you watch the game differently now than when you coached? Not a whole lot. I just I don't have any comments. I can watch it and enjoy it. If I get beat <laughs> on the team I'm pulling for, it don't hurt me. They're as bad as it did when I was coaching it. Now, you started off coaching uh, in high schools in Texas, so you know all about Friday Night Lights. Oh, yeah. 13 years in high school and six in college and 18 in pro ball. So was the adjustment from Texas high school football to college and the pros all that much different? Not a whole lot. It's still fundamentals and teaching kids how to do something and selling them on what you're teaching them to do. You know, it's, it's salesmanship all the way through. What was it like coaching under Bear Bryant? <laughs> that was probably the best year I've ever had in my coaching experience because he was such a, a teacher and a great leader. You know, he wasn't an ex as an old man. He was a people guy. And I really learned how to, that's where I learned how to coach because not how much you know, it's how much you can get done, how much you can teach, which kids can absorb. Now, is it is it better to be like that, or is it better to be the guy who can draw up the plays, do you think? <laughs> hey, you can draw up a really good play, but if those kids can't execute it, don't have the ability to execute it, that play is not worth a darn. Plays don't win games. When you coached under Sid Gilman, I mean, Sid Gilman basically revolutionized the NFL offenses until this day. His basically proteges that keep following that same system. Why was he such a great offensive mind? Sid was absolutely the best offensive coach I've ever been around in my life. He had so much offense in his head, though, 
that he put it all in for every game. You know, he he could think of something in the middle of the game that he wanted to change, and whether we'd worked on it or not, he'd go ahead and change it during the game. And this, he's a, he's a great great football coach. He's just better coach than the, than most of the players were. Well, that, and that's the problem. A good coach has to know what his players are capable of absorbing, I'll assume. You better believe it. That's the most important thing. It's not what you know, it's what you can get them to know. So did, were you, do you think you were fairly successful in that regard during your days as coaching? I would say that's probably the thing that I learned from Brian that I never did give up on. Not what you can... Tell the guy to do it for what you can get him to do. How did you start wearing the famous hat on the sideline? I'm sorry? How did you start wearing that famous hat on the sideline? I wore a hat all my life. You know, I didn't just wear it on the line. I wore it up. I wore it all the time except when I was indoors. I was with a hat on. Well, Tom Landry had a hat too, but you guys had a little bit different style of uh, uh, of headgear, didn't you? Didn't you? Yeah, Tom wore it for the same reason I did: keep the sun out of his eyes and rain off his head. I was going to say I thought Tom wore it because he had the bald head. <laughs> he was a great man, a great coach. Who who was the coach when you were coaching the Oilers and you had Earl Campbell? Did you ever uh, think drafted that, Earl. You drafted Earl. What Third made Earl such a there, special yeah. player? What made him hey, such a Earl, special player? He's just by himself. And it don't take long to call the role of the classes he's in. Was there ever, a, in your experience, a runner as powerful as Earl Campbell? Oh, yeah. You know, that... That had strength, but Earl had strength and, and speed and ability to maneuver. And he was a heck of a competitor. He won't ever down. And that, that's probably what set him apart. There's probably good athletes, and maybe as good athletes as he was, but there wasn't very many that had the determination that Earl Campbell had. How did, when you, handed the ball to Earl, did you kind of think to yourself sometimes, you know what, maybe I'm making this guy too, do too much, I should use my other players more? I just didn't understand it. Do you, do you think you'd rely too heavily might, on Earl Campbell? You might try talking a little slower. I listen <laughs> slow and I talk slow. <laughs> no problem. Do you ever think that you used Earl too much? Did I ever think that I ran him too much? Right. Yes. No, Earl wanted with it more than I let him run with it. He wanted to catch the ball every time. He didn't want to mess around with him. <laughs> he was a believer in running and was great at it. What do you think of no, he, he, What do you think of we, the offenses nowadays that are more wide open and less dependent on running and uh, more pass happy? Well, you know, it's something that the people want to see. You know, everybody can understand throwing the football to a guy that's open and him catching it and dodging some people, but not 
most people don't understand what it takes to have a good running back. It takes a great line with that and using your practice time to to give them the right instruction how to do it. it. You have to know a little bit more about football than most people do to appreciate a running game. When you were the general manager, what did you look for in players when you drafted them? Number one was character. I wanted the same. I wanted a guy that would do it the same time, same way, ever down, whether you're ahead or behind, or whether you're hurting or you're not hurting. If you're hurting bad, come off the field. Now, in addition to being a coach, you're also an, a book author of Bum Phillips, Coach Cowboy Christian. How did that project come about? Well, I really and truly. I never did think about writing a book. I just thought I wanted to write some things for my children because when I had children and I was coaching, I was gone, I'd say, 19 of the 24 hours every day. And I wanted to write some things and tell them about my life, part of my life. And, and I decided to write them a note and leave it. And my wife talked me into writing a book. And of course, glad I did because it turned out to say it, it worked both ways. It helped children and helped me too. And you have a website where you could get the book, bumphillipsbook.com. Is that right? Yeah. I think we may have some audio difficulties, but you can get the book at www.bumphillipsbook.com. For those who are interested out there, now you talk a family. You you have a son Wade who's in the coaching profession. Did you ever try to tell him not to get into it? Of course not. I didn't tell him to get in it either. <laughs> you know, football is something that if you want to do it, once you learn how to get into coaching, you if you enjoy it like I enjoy it, you don't ever get out of it. There's not really doubt about the fact that you've chose the right profession. Is it more difficult to have people criticize you as a coach or to have them criticize your son as a coach? I never paid into what they said. People, you know, people that criticize you don't know the situation. <clears throat> I don't know. It just never did bother me one way or the other. Okay. People can think the way they want to think. What was what was your favorite moment in coaching? My favorite what? Moment in coaching. My favorite moment in coaching as a coach. Oh, my favorite moment. Yes, sir. Today we beat San Diego out in San Diego in the playoff, and we didn't have Earl, we didn't have Dan Passion, we didn't have Kenny Burrow. Our three biggest threats offensively we didn't have. And we went out there and beat them, and they were a great football team. But we had our defense. We intercepted five passes during the day, and I turned the ball game around. Who, who was your favorite player to coach? Did you have one? Mm, I had a bunch of them. be hard for me to, to say just one guy was my favorite. Okay, did you have a favorite team? A favorite season. 
Yeah, all of do you do you miss? Do you I like that horse too. I like Tom Houston? Landry and appreciated him and the Dallas Cowboys too. Do you do you think Houston made a mistake naming the team the Texans and not the Oilers? Well, you know, I thought they did, but they couldn't name them the Oilers because Bud Adams on him and he wouldn't allow it to be used again. So they had no choice. Had to name, had to name something besides Rawlers. Okay. I wish they'd left them all. So, are you a Houston Texans or a Tennessee Titans fan? Texans. Hey, <laughs> if they're not in Texas anymore, I ain't for them. Very good, Bum Phillips. Thanks you for spending some time with us. Good luck with your book. Oh, thank y'all. And we will be back with Tom Flores, the former Oakland Raiders coach, after this brief break.